you're listening to Mysteries Beyond. What mysteries lie beyond the reach of our senses? And who are you in this vast multiverse? Welcome to Mysteries Beyond. I'm your host, Laura Lavender. In this episode, we're going to be talking about the second Hermetic Principle, the Principle of Correspondence. As above, so below. As below, so above. The Kabbalion. This principle states that there is no separation between our inner world and the outer world. It is said that all that is included in the universe emanates from the same source, and therefore the same laws, principles, and characteristics apply to each unit. So the Hermetic philosophy pretty much says that the universe can be divided into three great planes. The great physical plane, the great mental plane, and the great spiritual plane. Consider these three great planes to be degrees of ascension, with the great physical plane to be the lowest, and the great spiritual plane to be the highest. Now, just a quick side note here, there are also seven subdivisions to each of the three great planes, but that's another topic for another day. So for now, let's just stick with the three great planes. Also, it's important to note that these are not actual divisions, they're just terms used by the Hermeticists to help us better understand this principle. But these planes are constantly influencing each other. It teaches us that our thoughts, which are on the mental plane, directly impact the world around us, the physical plane. And the spiritual plane, our emotions, affect how our lives develop. Now, these planes of existence are also closely related to the third Hermetic principle, the principle of vibration. Now, with this being said, our environment, the physical plane, will shift its vibration so that it is in tune with the mental vibration, our thoughts. And our mental vibration is partially determined by our spiritual vibration, our emotions. And so, in simpler terms, how we feel on the inside will be broadcasted to reflect it on our outer world. So your outer world is going to mirror what you feel inside and vice versa. And this is said to be true on every level, right? So the macrocosm, the universe, the solar system, our planets, the large factors in the universe mirror the microcosm. That's the atoms, the cells, etc. So the, the small factors. Everything that happens in the macrocosm mirrors the microcosm and vice versa. Everything that happens in the microcosm mirrors the macrocosm. We are all one, but within this whole, we have large factors and tiny factors. This seems to be the most popular principle, probably because it's easier to grasp, um, because it's easier to see. So for example, the death of a star, if you research it, looks very similar like the birth of a cell, right? So if you search a helix nebula, that looks a lot like a human eye. 
when you search for pictures of the universe, those pictures look very similar to our brain cells. The Milky Way galaxy looks very similar to hurricanes, and so on. And this principle, just like the others, is everywhere. You cannot escape it. As it is on the grandest level, so it is on the most tiniest level. Have you ever noticed, for example, when you're annoyed with someone and you hold that feeling, it carries out throughout your day? And before you realize it, you find yourself at a store and you get like really bad customer service. You didn't mean for your day to go out that way, but because we weren't paying attention to our emotions, subconsciously, we were broadcasting that vibration out to the universe. And the universe simply responded. And see, many times we get frustrated and we say, ah, why is this happening to me? And it's not that. The universe isn't happening to you. It's simply responding to you. What about those days when you just wake up and you just feel great? I don't know, maybe you've got like your full eight hours of sleep and that's why you feel great. And so you carry out throughout your day and then you realize as you're getting ready to leave the house that, wow, that outfit you put together, that looks really good. And so you carry that feeling of feeling amazing, feeling great. Maybe you're running a little late to work, but because you're feeling great, you end up catching all the lights green. And or you might notice that everyone around you just seems to be in a better mood. Or who knows, maybe one of your friends might even spot you coffee that day. See? So... Our outer world is nothing more than a reflection of our inner world. As above, so below. As within, so without. So now you see how these three planes directly affect each other. How we feel will mainly govern our perception, which will determine the outcome. Okay, so I'm guessing the question is, how do we change how we feel about a certain situation? Well, change your vibration. How do you change your vibration? The easiest way I can think of is music. Put on your favorite song. Something that you know that's going to make you happy and that's going to make you sing or dance. Another way is, if you have any pets, Go hang out with them. Go pet them. Or just think of a family member of an event or something fun or something funny that they said. What's important is that we become aware of our feelings and that we simply just take responsibility for them. This is occult knowledge. Now, before you freak out because I use the term occult. We must understand that all that means, all occult means is hidden. So bottom line, this is just hidden knowledge. Many of us might hear the quote, as above, so below, and 
immediately associate it with hell. And that's probably in part because of Baphomet, which is another topic I will be going over, but in another episode. It's that, or it could be that movie, As Above So Below, which was categorized as a horror film. But all it was really talking about was, yes, the hermetic principle, but it mainly focused on Dante's The Divine Comedy, Inferno. You know, nel mezzo del cammin di nostra vita, mi ritrovai per una selva oscura, che la dirita via era smarita. Right? Where they had to go through the nine circles of hell, and the only way to escape hell was to climb down Satan's legs, but once they got past his genitalia, they had to climb back up from the way from which they came from. So everything went topsy-turvy, and now the what was down was is up. And they end up climbing out through the crater that Lucifer left when he crashed down to Earth. But anyway, I digress. It mainly got its association with hell because of the Kabbalistic tradition where Keter is at the top and Malkuth is at the bottom. So it is said that in order to reach the top, so in order to ascend, you have to start at the bottom. But because Malkuth is associated with the materialistic realm, it's seen as bad. But it's really neither. It's just a process that you have to go through. So, in summary, the law of correspondence teaches us and reminds us to to mind our feelings because what we are feeling on the inside will mirror the outside and vice versa. So, maybe ask yourself, how do you view the world? Is it a horrible doggy-dog world? where every man is for themselves because no one can be trusted? Or is it a beautiful world? A world without limitation? A world full of love and hope? I want to thank you guys so much for listening, and I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If so, go ahead and subscribe so that you can be notified of future episodes. And or follow us on Instagram at lauralavender.mb. If you have any questions or any feedback that you'd like to give back or any suggestions on any future topics that you want me to talk about, please go ahead and email me. My email is lauralavender.mb at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening to Mysteries Beyond. I'm your host, Laura Lavender, and I'll see you next episode.